0: Hello, this is Victor Nyauchi listening to Clubhouse and Podcast.
1: Not that cricket. <laughs> Clubhouse End podcast, the name is Larry Kedidai, and it's after a win by Zimbabwe won by the slimmest of margins. this one run against the Netherlands in the second ODI, which means that the third ODI is up for grabs. Of course, the Clubhouse End podcast is the focus, it's the place, it's the voice, it's everything that you need in as far as Zimbabwean cricket is concerned. I'm here with my brother, Naza. Do I say it? Does anyone call you Naza in public? No. Yeah. Dil- most uh, people who know me, who've met me at cricket, call
0: me Naza. Um, and then a few of my family members who actually um, used to come and watch me play cricket picked up that uh, that's what I was called around cricket. My twin and I were called Nasa around cricket. So there's a few guys at home who call me that. But uh, yeah, Nasa's perfectly fine.
1: We're going to do a whole podcast about that one of these days. But uh, a big win for Zimbabwe because if they'd lost this, it would be just the place would have got a bit toxic, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah it is and, and, and for me it's so important that Saturday is just going to be I think off the chain like there's a lot of good reasons for people to come out um, and um, I, I think that Zim is going into Saturday's last game with the momentum from the victory here um, and it's just like really really exciting that uh, there's going to be some fantastic cricket on Saturday I'm looking forward to that
1: um, Normally would go with the Zimbabwe innings first and then the you know, the innings from the Netherlands afterwards, you know, chronological order. But that hat-trick, I mean, we've got to talk about the first hat-trick by Zimbabwe since 1997 in ODI. Edo Brand is being the last one. It's just got to be a big moment for Zimbabwe and for Wesley. Hi, this is Carl Mumbaya and listening to the Club a podcast. Well, right, just a quick fact check. Wesley Madevide is actually the third Zimbabwean to take an ODI hat trick. Edo Brandes was the first one. The second was plus, I would say, in 2014. And of course, now, Wesley Madevide. Back to the show. Hi, it's Alex Lees here, Durham cricketer. And you're listening to Clubhouse End podcast. Right, so,
0: like, so Edo Brandes, for me, was a really, really fantastic servant of Zimbabwe cricket, had a, quite a long career both 50-overs cricket and test-match cricket. And to be associated with names like that is actually quite a good thing. And it's it's really wonderful that uh, this has been struggling for form in the lead-up to this series. Hasn't gotten many runs, got a good, good uh, innings today, and then topped it up with uh, three wickets and an over. And just really brought Zimbabwe
1: back into a match that for all intents and purposes, they looked like they'd lost. So uh, when I look at it, uh, if you're Wesley and you're getting the hat-trick early in your career, uh, early in your career, what does that do for you? Like, you know, many people get their hat-tricks later, Eddie Brandes is later in his career. What does it do for your confidence?
0: No, I think it's just uh, a recognition of just the level of talent he's got. Um, And and then it's also a a lot of... um, Recognition of the faith that the coaching staff and the selection um, team for Zimbabwe cricket has actually given in him. You know what I mean? Because, uh, as I said, he's been struggling for runs up until now he looked good in the first one day international on Tuesday, but then got out, unluckily, didn't bowl well, but then today he got everything, you know, all aspects of his cricket right. What, how does the
1: fact that he batted pretty well for his 43 what did that do for his confidence as bowling? Because it, it wins help other wins, don't they? Well, I, I found when I was playing, because I was, I was a little bit of an all-rounder. I found that... It, not it, quite a Wessie, though.
0: It, not quite, but what I found that I, I did better in both departments at the same time. Seldom wasn't very good at uh, doing one thing well. And then, you know, I often struggled. If I struggled with my batting, I struggled with my bowling. I think because the two things were mentally won to me. Um, and it, it's, it's one of those things that it's really, really good to see him find his voice, as it were. Because he'd been struggling. He had a good um, T20 final. And subsequent to the T20 final, he had another good innings. And they got 50-odd, I think. And it's good to start to see him putting together consistent scores.
1: And uh, for him, we had a chat with him. Is like, the reason I back myself is that I've done it before. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, that's the, the thing is... Um, a lot of uh,
0: what we're taught when you're going through a dry spell is remember what it felt like to play well. Okay, because the biggest thing that we, the biggest reason why most of us ended up playing cricket is because it was a lot of fun and we enjoyed the process. We enjoyed playing and then we started to enjoy some of the successes we had. But at the beginning it was just like one ball at a time. We enjoyed like like that feeling when you hit it cleanly. And you've just got to remember what that felt like. Um, and get that fun back into your game and I think today he looked in the field like he was having a lot more fun than I'd seen him for a long time he looks a lot more relaxed and, and, and I think that's come through in his performances
1: so just in case anyone's listening we're standing in a stairway so people will keep walking past us if you hear people greeting us it's not because they're greeting you but they might as well be because <laughs> so that's what's happened so the thing that I want to ask is uh, that the The the, the two, I mean, three standout performers. We already talked about Wesley, my debut already. But one of the standout performances um, was uh, Clive McDowndy getting another 50 and the returning um, Sean Williams. Oh, yeah. And and Sean looked really, really good
0: today. And then he also, um, a couple of times, he he bowled really, really well. Did have a catch dropped off his bowling, which could have set off something similar to the performance that Wesley had today uh and, and he looked really really good. he looked like he was on on the way for me to a hundred got seventy odd can't remember exactly yeah uh he looked like he was on the way to a hundred but the worrying thing is whatever injury he got in that series against Afghanistan hasn't healed right and I think he that kept was getting checked he? yeah he kept getting checked and it was on the right right hand and, and and stuff like that so I think that's a really really big worry six weeks away from uh playing in the World Cup qualifiers
1: there's also Pakistan here before that and he will need some form
0: yeah I, I, but you know what it is is clearly what he showed us is that he doesn't need to be playing ASA cricket and all that other crap before he plays an international what match he
1: doesn't even have to be 100% fit, fit yeah <laughs> so
0: um, you know we just kind of hope that um, I think the key thing is to make sure that he, whatever issues he's having with his right hand are sorted out and I sorted out uh, properly this time around I think there might have been some decisions that were up to um, up to Willow that weren't the right decisions I think for long term um, and they might need to be re-looked at and I and I, I worry because often when you have those, those sort of breaks sometimes if it's not healing properly they might have to break it again and realign everything to make it heal again you know like but he looked like he was in real just you know like like pain when he was batting.
1: Can it be one of those situations where if you're a player, you're saying, look, this is a big year for the country and I just need to get involved. Because I saw him in the first match when the beginning of the, of the, of the um, Brad Evans was out, didn't start the first over. He didn't come out for the first over. And I can't remember who couldn't come out a little bit later. Uh, was uh, a bit, uh, yes, and then well, both times Sean Williams who had been declared unwell mm. at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the match altogether mm. is it a case of I need to get involved, I need to get the team winning, I need to get the team over the line and let be part of the culture because he believes that he needs to be the one that if hypothetically, this is last year playing cricket, whatever the case may be, is like 36, 37. If he decides he's going to retire, one of the biggest presents he wants to give to Zimbabwe is qualifying for the T20 and the ODI World Cups.
0: Yeah, but I, 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 I think it's really, really a little bit harder to retire than people think it is. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Especially, <laughs> especially if you're in the sort of physical condition that Sean is in generally. Yeah, he's it's just his fingers, isn't it? Still one of the fittest people I know. Mm. Um, and it's just his fingers, and it's it actually might be uh, as I said, it might just be a, a, a short surgical procedure that might be required. And um, generally, those heal within six weeks. Might not be a hundred percent by the time that that World Cup uh, qualifiers begin. But uh, I think, subject to qualifying for the World Cup, I wouldn't under can't see twenty twenty seven is three years away. So he'd be 39 when that happened. I've seen a few that's people. Four years. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So he'd be like 40 then. Yeah, but I've seen a couple of guys. Okay, no, I'm just saying, right, we'll that's what I said, three. hypothetically. Yeah. But,
1: I mean, uh, getting him coming back into the team with such confidence and, mm-hmm. and almost saying that he's the le- one of the leaders in the team, came in at a period where quickets were falling uh, in quick succession, stabilizes the team.
0: Yeah. And, and, and then literally gave his first chance when he was in 77. And then also bowled well. He didn't just uh, bat while he bowled well. I was a key presence in the field throughout, um, generally on the boundary most of the time, covering a lot of ground, still quick across the ground, still got a strong arm. So for me, like one of those guys that I think if – if as long as he wants to play cricket and he's willing to do the work, he's one of the first names you want to put down. Um, oh, just,
1: be, just be clear for everybody, I have no intention of saying – uh, sure wins. If he's 50 and he's ready, I'm good.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and then you know what is interesting is that uh, what is uh, James Anderson just ranked as the number one test bowler in the uh, world 40. at 40, just just before 41. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's there's a lot
1: of um, cricket to be played. But getting back to to today's match, the other highlight was I know mentioned him passing two 50s in a row, made it and then followed that up, Clive it those are his gloves now, aren't they? Yeah,
0: but I have a worry. And I said it, and I know, like, again, I said it the other day, I called it hypocritical. He was in a position where he should have gotten himself another 100. Um, and I think it's just one of those things we put a drum in and say it's really
1: important. But, I mean, isn't that kind of an issue that most of the players have? That's... Oh, to, uh, guys tend to get two scores and they don't get 100. And if we have a situation where a lot of our bigger names are getting to scores and I make 100, is that now a situation where he doesn't have a template to work with? Because guys who should get 100, you could also argue that Sean could have gotten a 100 today. I mean, he gave his one chance away in, at 77, but he was looking set. Yeah, no, I agree. But but again, as I said to
0: you, it's important part. It should be something we force I suppose is a change within the culture of cricket in Zimbabwe because ideally what I would personally like is to be in the top three across the three formats that international cricket is played on okay and you don't get there if guys get to 50 and don't make hundreds and you've got to consistently as a unit as a team across maybe seven or eight batters have guys within those seven or eight batters who make hundreds almost every game and for me, Clive Madunde has shown he has the ability to do just that. And um, I think it's, it's important to actually get that word out there. That, oh, Clive, we love the way you play. We think you're a real talent. We, you know, we ex- what we've come to do is expect these really amazing things from you. Uh, we, we really think that we want to see you at the end of your one-day career with an average of 40, maybe 50. We want to see you get the gloves for Test Match Cricket. We want to see you finish your T20 career as one of the best in the world. You know, and, and these are the expectations I think we should give to our younger uh, cricketers. Because he is a young cricketer. He plays for Zimbabwe, but he's a young cricketer. He's a young man in life. And I think it's important that it's out there, that we love and respect what you've you 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 become. Him. And we trust that you can become the best version of that that idea and I think it's important to get it out there and it sounds like I'm being really really judgmental
1: perhaps but I think it's it's something that is it has to be become ingrained right at the young age yeah tonight Chitara was somebody who got a lot of criticism today but I think one of the things that he did it nerves is still right at the end especially bowling the snowball yeah, no, no, and, and and ultimately what he did, he he did
0: the job he was brought in to do. Um in that like final over. He won the game for Zimbabwe. And I think that's a good thing. That's a good sign. Um he doesn't look to me like he's really at the best that I've seen of him. You know he's I mean?
1: like a slow engine, isn't it? So he get he needs like two, three matches, then after that he's, he's off like a uh and that's one of the reasons he's the fastest person to 100 wickets for Zimbabwe. That's right, and and and, and, and I said it, it's 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 a it's it's a good sign that he's back,
0: uh, but he didn't really find that chataranes that we know. Chichatara. Yeah, no, we have we didn't see that today, um, and uh, even that like a final over um, wasn't the best final over I've seen Tendai Chatara bow.
1: Two seventy two, I think, should have been three twenty. What happened? These two guys don't get hundreds No besides that I mean like I think the big players Like getting runs I know Two guys didn't get hundreds Because what you Because once you get two guys Get a hundred There's 200 runs on the board And everybody else Contributes less But what I'm saying is We had situations Where wickets are being Lost in clusters Yes And the thing about it Is those clusters It doesn't matter Who the two guys
0: were Those clusters of wickets Were the two wickets That fell around The time Sean Sean Williams got out And then Clive McDundy got out, just not... No, but it was a bit
1: earlier when um, Gary Balance came in after a strong start. And we haven't spoken about that strong start as well when Wisdom at and... and the captain, Craig, and Irvin. the captain, Craig, Irvin got a proper start in there.
0: No, no, it was actually the best start in the tournament in the whole like uh, the, the, the the two matches we've seen so far on the Not even that. I, did we even have a better start in in Ireland? Not even that. This is an interesting statistic. I think it was the last time that Zimbabwe got a fifty-run opening partnership at R A Sports Club was somewhere around twenty thirteen. No way. Yeah, I think. I, 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 please don't quote me on this one, but like I think it was that number. We I saw when we were doing commentary today. Um, the last time that they'd gotten a fifty-run partnership was actually Takuzo Nashikaitano and, and uh, Reggie Jakava in Sri Lanka. So that could have
1: been like 2019. 2019
0: yeah. yeah. in 2019. Hmm. So, but before that, the last fifty-run mm-hmm. opening partnership was Zimbabwe with Harry Ford. Was, was in 2019 because that was in Sri Lanka.
1: No way. Mm. Yeah.
0: So this is, but the the second one I can't remember exactly the date. So, but it's around 20, 2013. So. It's it's a good sign that you're you're, you're starting to get and and Wesley
1: Madeira, who was speaking about earlier was part of that whole uh, partnership and choosing to, to 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 bat first when it's an easier option to bowl first because that Sports club is got that thirty minutes to one one hour period they they navigated that world do you put that down to either one of two things the fact that they think we need to see how we need to play. This kind of surface earlier, or the fact that um, the Dutch are not good at chasing. Because take those two drop, two three drop catches in the last ten overs aside against the Dutch, Zimbabwe should should have won that match. Yeah,
0: I think they should have won the first one. But but like the, I think the other thing is this is when you're ever, whenever you find yourself under pressure, ideally the best option is to have runs on the board. You know what I mean? And, and you find, I think, typically, I think it's something like 67% of like finals at the World Cup, the side that wins that toss chooses to bat first. And it's generally because you know that in, in an important match, runs, on the, board. runs on, the, on the board shift the pressure to the opponent. And so, whatever it is, you can just say, like, we're bowled out for 190, but we're going to bowl you for one run less than that, which is essentially what Zimbabwe did today.
1: Because <laughs> when you look at it, uh, what's Western uh, Wesley Madevide talked about? How we just want to get two dot balls per over and not concede a, a, a boundary. Mm. So even if they made three, four runs, it's you keep falling behind the run rate.
0: Uh, and, and how important was the Wesley Madevere spell? Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just the three wickets that add up, it was how economical him and Skandaraza were in that partnership. Mm-hmm. I think that, in essence, set up the ring, win because it meant that. Tendai Chitara wasn't defending the required run rate, it was 11. Okay, for that last 10 overs, the required run rate was around 11. But what Tendai Chitara was doing was defending twice the required run rate. Do you know what I mean? And, and it, 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 in it, the, it actually it changes the complex of the game. Uh, it's not largely because he had a little more runs. So he had room for error. And then the young 19, 19-year-old 19 from uh, the Netherlands,
1: how well did he bow?
0: No, he's, and he's brilliant. And, but I, I, I do think that we played him as if he was a leg spinner. Mm. I don't remember seeing many turn away from right-handed batters. I, I saw the majority of his deliveries actually turned in. And I think that it's a really, really good experience that we had that uh, five-wicket haul for him in today's match
1: if no, you got him in the qualifying
0: or <laughs> got him in the final in the final the decider on Saturday oh
1: yeah
0: you know what I mean so at least now we're going into the final the decider on Saturday with Zimbabwean batters they're probably going to be a little bit more clued up about they, they've got time to think up ideas about how to play with him I think key batters uh, today you got uh, Skander who's been a key, key man for yeah. Zimbabwe in Champions, situations Champions player, like this. Yeah. And then he also got Ryan Bull who's also won games for Zimbabwe in situations like this. If
1: I've got a criticism of Ryan Bill, twenty odd over 23, 24 overs in the first match. Mm. Uh, you know, going at a wide, 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 wide warning. And then he nicks it to, to the keeper. That no, was the first slip. Mm. And then uh, he today hits a four that ba- just barely goes after. some someone the cover. Uh and uh next ball he heaves another one and it up into the air and he's on it's on twenty three odd overs. Yeah. It's like it's not necessarily that. What the um the Netherlands did with I think was Cooper and o- O'Dowd was just slow the game down. Wickets are are falling, they slow the game down and play it at our pace. Of course the better skilled bowlers and as far as Zimbabwe was concerned was that you were able to then end up doing just but with Zimbabwe, I think there's gonna be a, cl- a little bit of cleverness around that, that while some person is uh, taking wickets at the moment, maybe give him just respect for one or two overs instead of trying to go at him like his, you know. <laughs> I know the, the idea is like impose yourself. The best way is the form of, a, of defense is attack, right? Oh,
0: yeah, but you know, <laughs> like I've also got uh, a slightly alternative view says that yeah what often happens is you allow your opponent to impose himself on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true as well. Yeah, so it's a combination of he bowled too
1: well to allow you to impose yourself on him. He did. You know what I mean? And so- I, It might have been also just one of those days I, I do think that there are similar shots that went out and I think if a lot of the guys that went out there would not have played the same shots again, if you, if you, probably over, if you gave them 50 odd times they faced the same time of situation mm. they're not going to play those shots, it's one of those days where things just didn't go well but I, 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 wanted to, I also want to talk about how Dowd and Cooper just were just excellent in terms of their attacking cricket
0: that's right, and then you know again, you know, on the subject earlier of being hypocritical. One of those guys had to get 100, and then Netherlands would have won this game.
1: Yeah, it's just like when uh, the other fella mm. from to, I, I just don't want to pronounce his name properly, yeah, right. properly. He, yeah, when right. he got his 100, he got his guys over That's in the first exactly match. Yeah. right, yeah. And,
0: and, and, and it, it, it's, it's an almost proven fact. Hello. Uh, how are we? Good. I mean, it's an almost proven fact that like hundreds win one day internationals. It's very difficult. To lose a one-day international in matches that somebody has scored 100 in, you know, it, it happens a lot less often than um, you'd imagine. I, I'm going to put my head on the block and promise that I'm going to send you a statistic that says how often it actually happens that uh, one person makes 100 in a one-day international and his team loses
1: Okay, before we go, uh, do you make any change, changes for, there were two changes today. Wistima Devere, no, sorry, it was, um, Garava and, and Innocent Kaya, Kaya out for Sean Williams, Sean Williams, and, (laughs) you can see it wasn't commentary. Yeah, so Williams and and uh, so, so and, and uh,
0: uh, Yeah, and I, it's difficult when you've won a game to actually make changes. I'm not, I'm not sure it's absolutely necessary. I just have personal favourite. I think I'd like to see Rango uh, get a game um, because the other problem we're having is we're not seeing that Ryan Bill's leg spin hasn't been working in this uh, series. You know what I mean? So Ryan Bill might just be could just
1: be played as a ba- as a batter only unless you decide to rest him and play an extra batter. The, yeah. Like Innocent Taiya kind of coming in.
0: Or the other thing would be always is always going to be interesting because we saw that today's wicket was a lot better to bat on than the, the one for the first. Are you going to talk about the Marumani effect? Oh yes, of course. Because I think the the thing that Marumani always gives you is his natural way of playing is going to I'm give anxious. you yeah, he's, you know like I thought today that the Zimbabwean openers were a little conservative because yeah. there was a, a period where we expected that the wicket was going to be a lot like the one on Tuesday and then sort of four or five overs then it was clear it wasn't and I thought that maybe they could have been a little bit more aggressive or positive in that period Um and I think maybe Mara will just do that naturally. So who wins? It's difficult to call, but I think I think Zimbabwe have the momentum, and I think often these things go with momentum, especially just a one-run win. That's exactly right because I think it's it's momentum, and I think um, I I think Wesley Madewede is finally going to get his uh, maiden one-day international hundred. That's a big
1: call. <laughs> your your uh, your socials once again. Uh, it's
0: Darlington at Darlington Matambana. That's Twitter. Uh, at Darling Timotambanadzo is Instagram and uh, Darling Timotambanadzo on Facebook.
1: Okay, Larry I here with the Clubhouse M podcast. Go and check us on all your socials with, um, not your socials, <laughs> all your podchases. You can go to Spotify, any other platform, Afropods. We're also on Afropods. It's a cool thing that's happening across Africa. And, uh, we also, also podcast platforms you can find across the, uh, across the world. That we're there. Just, uh, we'll be back with another episode. Uh, so you're going to be there for on, on Saturday, the post series?
0: Definitely. I think we're, it's going to be celebrations either in the Dutch change room, unlikely, or the Zimbabwean one. So I want to be available for both of
1: those. That's <laughs> it. As I say, from where I come from, i see you, Luis. Take care of yourself.